versus Cardo. Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of the Nigeria Football Weekly Podcast. Me, your host, Oloke. Today is episode 37. Um, and we've had quite the eventful week in terms of Nigerian footballers in Europe, as usual. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Um, starting with the Premier League, as usual, with the Leicester City boys. Um, Adebla Lukman and Kelechi Anacho were both involved in the UEFA Conference League semi-final on Thursday. Leicester played out a 1-1 draw against AS Roma. Um, courtesy of a last-minute equaliser for them. They they were losing game 1-0 because Lorenzo Pellegrini scored quite a brilliant goal. Um, but fair play for them for bringing it back in that tie. And then over the weekend, they got battled by Tottenham 3-1. Um, although Kelechi Anacho did score the consolation goal, it was a great effort from outside the box with his left foot. Um, but safe to say this season has been a bit of a write-off in terms of the league for Leicester. They're currently 10th, um, and all their eggs are firmly in the European basket because if they win the UF Conference League, I believe they get a place in the Europa League. Um, so next up for them, they'll be playing Roma away at Stadio Olimpico on Thursday night. I'm recording this podcast on Tuesday, May the 3rd. Um, so we'll see how they get on in that game. And then they play Everton at home on Sunday in the Premier League. Speaking of Everton, um, Alex will be started over the weekend as they beat Chelsea 1-0. You can say it was a bit of a surprise win. I don't know what's happened to Chelsea in the last few weeks, but they're really just struggling to get over the line for the season. Um Richarlison scored the goal after an Espeliqueta error. Uh, pretty well taken goal, to be fair to him. Um, so they've given themselves a fighting chance of remaining in the league. Um, they're still 18th at the moment, so they're in a relegation zone. Two points adrift of Burnley and Leeds. Um, Burnley won over the weekend, which I'll touch on in a bit. Um, but they don't have any games in the midweek, so they can focus strictly on their game away to Leicester. They're going to need some points because their away form has been absolutely terrible this season. And the way it's looking... Uh, Burnley may just be the team to stay up at their expense. So let's see how it goes um, in that game for Everton. Burnley's from an Alex Iwobi perspective, is good to see him play well. And today's also his birthday. So happy birthday, Alex Iwobi. Um, so moving on to the Watford boys, they're definitely going down. <laughs> Watford have been absolutely terrible. They lost yet again on Saturday, 2-1 to Burnley. Um, they were winning the game 1-0 and somehow scored, conceded two goals in the last 10 minutes of the game. Um, Emmanuel Dennis looked a bit lively, but they're definitely certain to be relegated. Um, they're, they're 12 points adrift with four games to go. So it's very, very likely that their relegation will be confirmed this weekend. Um, and to be honest, you have to say rest in peace because Watford have not been a good addition to the Premier League at all. You can say Dennis has literally been the only good spark for them throughout the entire season. And next up for them, they play Crystal Palace away. So that's a tough, tough fixture. Um, and it's very, very likely that come Saturday, 7th of May, um, Watford will be confirmed as relegated along with Norwich. Um, and then Frank Rijeka, he's still injured, unfortunately. Um, so no games for him for Brentford. Um, Brentford did lose 3-0 to Manchester United on Monday night. Um, they're kind of safe, so they're just starting to the end of the season as well. In terms of other Premier League results, Liverpool beat Newcastle 1-0. Um, Kurtz of Keita goal. Um, so the Premier League title race is still going on. Aston Villa beat Norwich 2-0. Uh, 
Um, Southampton lost 2-1 at home to Crystal Palace. Wilfred Zaha got a goal in that game as well. Wolverhampton got thrashed 3-0 by Brighton. Wolves have really, really tailed off towards the end of the season, man. Um, there was a time they were in contention for the Champions League, but that's definitely not the case anymore. And Manchester City battered Leeds 4-0 away, um, which is kind of what you'd expect anyway. So no surprises there. Um, and then on Sunday, Arsenal, my Arsenal beat West Ham 2-1. So we'll take that all day. We're currently looking like the favourites for the top four spots. Um, and next up for us, we host Leeds United at home while Tottenham go to Anfield. So I'm hoping Liverpool could do us a favour in that game. Um, and then in terms of the Premier League games to look out for over the coming week, Brentford play Southampton in a 3pm kickoff on Saturday. Burnley host Aston Villa in a 3pm kickoff as well. Chelsea host Wolverhampton at Stamford Bridge in 3pm kickoff. Um, we'll see Watford play Crystal Palace in a 3pm kickoff as well. And then Brighton host Manchester United in the 5.30pm kickoff on Saturday. Liverpool Tottenham play at 7.45pm on Saturday, which is interesting because it's not every day you have fixtures scheduled for 7.45pm on a Saturday in the Premier League. On Sunday, there's three games kicking off at 2pm. Arsenal host Leeds United at the Emirates. Leicester host Everton at the King Power. And Norwich host West Ham um, in their own game as well. And then Man City round off the weekend's fixtures where they'll be hosting Newcastle United at the Etihad Stadium. And that's it in Premier League for the past week. Um, moving on to Syria, um, Victor Simeon is back in action and back with, um, in good form. So we got a goal and an assist on Saturday as Napoli beat Sassuolo 6-1 in the league. They're now officially back in the Champions League. Uh, Roma cannot catch them, if who are fifth at the moment. So at the very least, if Simeon stays at Napoli, We'll see him play in the Champions League next season after being out of the Champions League for the past two seasons. Um, it was his 13th goal in 24 Serie A games, so that's not a bad return by any stretch of the imagination. And we know that he's going to be in high demand come the summer, so let's see what happens in that one. But my gut feeling tells me he'll give Napoli one more season, especially with them playing in the Champions League. Next up for them, they played Torino away on Saturday, and it's just a shame because they really could have won the Scudetto this year. They started so well, but Napoli just bottled it towards the end. But anyway, we'll see how they get on over the weekend against Olajuwon's Torino. Speaking of Olajuwon and Torino, he did start their game last week Wednesday as they drew 4-4 away to Atalanta. Uh, it was their game in hand. And then on Sunday, he was in a new sub as they beat Empoli 3-1 away, courtesy of a Bellotti hat-trick. Two penalties, though. Um, so next up for them, they play Napoli at home on Saturday. So we'll see how if Aino gets any minutes in that game. Moving on to Isaac's success. Isaac's success has been doing pretty well for Udinese recently. He started in a 4-0 win um, of, away to Fiorentina last week, Wednesday. And then on Sunday, they lost 2-1 to Inter, um, but he was forced off early after the 27th minute. So it's a bit of a shame because we know Isaac's success has always had issues with injuries. And it seems like here we are yet again with him being injured. Next up for Udinese, they placed Sassuolo away, but I doubt Isaac Success will be fit for that game, but we'll see and we'll bring you the update if that happens. Moving on, Salernitana. Joel Obi is currently injured, but they are still giving themselves a fighting chance of staying in Serie A. It's quite incredible to think about it because I was so sure they were going to be relegated early in the season. They got a credible 1-1 draw away to Atalanta on Sunday. They're still two points adrift um, from safety, but they've given themselves a fighting chance. And their next two games are at home against 
their relegation rivals. So they play Venezia at home on Thursday, who are currently bottom of Serie A. And then on Sunday, they host Cagliari at home. Cagliari actually the team that are currently in front of them by two points now of the relegation zone. So if they could somehow get four or six points from these games, we may just see Salernitana survive and stay in Serie A. Speaking of Venezia, who are now bottom, David Okereke came off the bench in their last game, while Taranabui, I believe, is still injured. They lost 2-1 to Juventus away, so you could say it was expected, um, but they're now six points off safety. So that game against Salentana this Thursday is going to be massive for them. If they don't win, you could say that it's pretty much curtains for them. Although they also have a home game against Bologna at home on Sunday, so let's see if they can give themselves a bit of a fighting chance. Moving on to La Liga and Samuel Chukweze started last week, Wednesday, as Villarreal lost 2-0 to Liverpool at Anfield in the Champions League semi-final first leg. On Saturday, he started for Villarreal again and actually scored their consolation goals. They lost 2-1 to Deportivo Alaves. And earlier tonight, um, he came off the bench in the second half as Villarreal gave Liverpool an almighty scare. They had an incredible first half and they were winning 2-0. So the tie was, it was literally tied at 2-2. But in the second half, Liverpool just finally clicked and did what they usually do, scoring three goals in the second half. You could say Villarreal's goalkeeper, Jeremy Moore, really didn't cover himself in glory with either of the three goals, but fully deserved win for Liverpool. Um, and and you have to give your respects to Villarreal, you know, making the semi-final of the Champions League after winning the Europa League last season. Fair play for a really, really small town in Spain. And let's see if Chiquese stays with them in the summer. Next up for them, they host Sevilla at home. Sevilla are still fighting for second place in La Liga. So that will be a very, very tricky tie. Um, and hopefully they won't experience too much of a come down from being knocked out of the Champions League. Speaking of Azat Ushola and Barcelona women's, she came off the bench over the weekend as they lost 2-0 in the Champions League semi-final to Wolfsburg. However, they're in the final because they won the first leg 5-1. So Barcelona will be playing in their third consecutive Champions League final. Um, and you have to say they would be the favourites to win against Lyon. Although that should be a tasty tie because Lyon and Barcelona have been the two dominant teams in women's football um, over the past few years. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was Lyon who beat them 4-0 in the Champions League final two years ago. So a nice opportunity for revenge right there. Um, but next up for them, they play in the league. Um, they play Sevilla at home on Thursday and they play Rayo Vallecano away on Sunday. They're going to win both games. They haven't even dropped a point in the league all season. So we know what to expect from Oshuela and her teammates just touch on spanish segunda briefly in omar sadiq's Maria, they're still on track to make la liga he got an assist in a 2-0 win over bulgus away on saturday they're now four points clear in second place with four games to go so if they could hold their nerve and win at least three of those final four games they will be promoting in la liga and they'll be avoiding the playoffs which they had to contend with last season um, and unfortunately did not do well in Next up for them, they play a team called SD Amorebieta at home on Saturday. Moving on to the Bundesliga, Tabo Winnie's Union Berlin are now seventh in the league. They did drop points at home last week, Friday, um, one in a 1-1 draw against already relegated Greta Furt. So really, really bad result for them. Um, Awoni started the game, but he didn't get any goal in this one. Next up for them, though, they play Freiburg, who are currently fourth um, and are four points ahead of Union Berlin. Um, although Freiburg are the home team, so... If Freiburg win that game, you could say they pretty much would be expecting to make that final Champions League spot. But a win for Union Berlin could give them a fighting chance. So let's see how that game goes. Kevin Bogomans, Hoffenheim, they are currently eighth in the Bundesliga. 
He started their game on Saturday as they lost 4-3 to Freiburg, who are fourth. Even though Hoffenheim are the home team, you have to say that was a bit of a bad loss, but they're going to finish eighth. They're too far ahead of ninth, and they're too far behind seventh. So it looks like that's where they're going to end up at the end of the season. Next up for them, they play Leverkusen at home on Saturday, who are still fighting for a Champions League spot. So that'll be interesting to see how that game goes. And then finally, Dix Nabiyama and Greta Foot. He came on for the final seven minutes in their 1-1 draw against Union Berlin on Friday. He's going back to the second division and he's probably never, ever going to play in the Bundesliga again. No offense. Next up for them, they play Borussia Dortmund at home on Saturday. So that should be an easy win for Borussia Dortmund, but you never know. And then finally, in top five leagues in League A, Moses Simon's excellent form has continued. He scored a brace on Saturday as Nantes drew 2-2 away to Lens. Um, so that's three goals in his last two League A games, which meant he's now doubled his goal tally from three to six in the space of eight days. Next up for Nantes, they've also got a big, big game. They're going to be playing in the French Cup final on Sunday against Nice. Nice have been struggling a little bit in recent game weeks, so you can't really say who's the favourite for that game, but it'll be nice to see Moses Simon and Nantes get a trophy. I think they deserve it for how well they've played this season. When you compare it to how they were battling relegation last year, it's been a massive, massive improvement. And then Terry Murphy and Innocent Bonke, they were both in action for Lorient. Um, although Lorient lost 2-1 at home to Reim on Sunday. It's a shame because Terry Murphy scored an absolutely incredible solo goal. He literally took the ball past three players and just used his pace and power to bulldoze through them. And then he rounded off the goalkeeper and slotted the ball into the net. It's his ninth league goal of the season, so not as prolific as he was last year. But um, considering Lorient's struggles, um, it's good to see him getting back in form in recent weeks. They're currently safe by three points at the moment. They're 16th in the league. So they just need to be very, very careful. And it doesn't get any easier for them because their next game is at home to Marseille, who are currently second in the league. So let's see how they get on in that one. And hopefully Murphy could get to at least 10 league goals for the season. So that's it in terms of the top five leagues um, for the last weekend. So moving on to the non-top five leagues in Europe, as usual, starting with the Premier League. Zedou Samasi started yet again for Porto in a 4-2 win over Vizela uh, on Saturday. Um, Porto are literally now one point away from clinching the Portuguese title, which will be a nice one for them, considering they lost the title to Sporting Lisbon last season. And they played Benfica away on Saturday. So that's a great, great game for them to clinch the title. And as long as they get a draw, they will be champions of Portugal. And we will be seeing Zedou Sanusi back in the Champions League next season. So, I mean, we wish Sanusi and Porto all the best in that game. And the Dutch Raider VZ, we've seen Cyril Dezas go on quite the run recently. He's now the top goal scorer in the UEFA Conference League for Feyenoord. Um, I believe he's got 10 goals in competition or something crazy like that. He was in action last week Thursday in the first semi-final, the first leg against Marseille at home. And he scored one of Feyenoord's goals as they beat Marseille 3-2. Um, he also started over the weekend in a 3-1 win over Fortuna Sedad. So they remain third in the league and they will probably finish third. Uh, next up for them, they play the second leg against Marseille at the Velodrome on Thursday. And then they will be hosting PSV Eindhoven, who are in second place in the league. So two tasty times for Cyril Dez's continuous form. And I just want to see him back in the Super Eagle squad for all the games next month. So fingers crossed, the NFF will do the right thing. But they haven't even hired the manager yet, so... It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Madagascar is Porto Rotterdam. 
He was in action and made four saves in a 1-1 draw against AZ Alkmaar at home on Saturday. Sparta Rotterdam are in a bit of trouble. They're three points off safety. Um, and at the moment, they will get relegated. We know Madagal Kay is moving to Watford next season. So either way, he's fine. But next up for them, they play Groningen away on Saturday. And Groningen have been one of the better teams in the division. I think they're currently eighth or ninth in the league. So it's not going to get any easy for Sparta. But wish Madagal Kay all the best. And hopefully he could help them stay in the division. In the Belgian league, Alassane Youssouf was in action again for Real Antwerp. He's another player who I think should be in the Super Eagle squad no matter what come June. He started as they drew 0-0 against top of the league, Union Saint-Gilois. Um, um, and at the moment, they're currently third in the league, I believe, or second. But Union Saint-Gilois still have a healthy lead over all of them. Next up for Royal Antwerp, they play Anderlecht at home on Sunday. So that should be a really, really good tie. And hopefully we'll see you soon start yet again in that game. Um, speaking of Genk, Polonacu started over the weekend on Friday night as they beat Mechelen 4-2. He didn't score any goals, though, unfortunately. And next up for them, they play Charleroi away on Friday. In the Scotch Premiership, we've seen Jaribo and Calvin Bass continue to start all the games for Rangers and become really, really important figures for the team. They started in the Europa League semi-final first leg on Thursday as they lost 1-0 to RB Leipzig in Germany. Um, Angelino, formerly of Man City, scored the winning goal with a great effort. To be fair, RB Leipzig missed a lot of chances in this game. Um, but they've given themselves a fighting chance um, for the second leg, which will be taking place this Thursday at Ibrox. Um, and in the league on Sunday, they drew 1-1 away to Celtic. Um, so Celtic are pretty much on course to, re to win the title, which they lost to Rangers last season. It's a bit of a shame because I believe whoever wins the Scottish title this year gets an automatic place in the Champions League. So it would have been nice to see Aribo and Bassi in the Champions League. But hey, if they win the Europa League, we'll see them in the Champions League either way. So we wish them all the best for their game on Thursday. After they play Leipzig in the league, they'll be facing Dundee United at home on Sunday. <clears throat> and then moving on to the Turkish League, congratulations to Anthony Wakeme. Trabzonspor are officially champions of Turkey for the first time in 38 years. He did not play this weekend as he's injured, but they drew 2-2 against Antalya Spur at home to clinch the title. I'm sure you may have seen some of the clips of how people are celebrating in Trabzon. Um, it's a big, big deal for Trabzon. They're not one of the big clubs from Istanbul. You know, your Fenerbahce's, your Besiktas, your Galatasaray's. So it's one hell of an achievement for Trabzon Sport. And we're particularly happy for Noah Kemi, who's been one of their star players, if not their star player, with these 11 goals in the league and 10 assists in just 27 games. What a hell of a contribution. Next up for them, they're just seeing the league out. I think there's four, three or four games left. They play Hataya Spur away on Friday night. Moving on to the Brasai Samuel, Fenerbahce are second in the league. They're on track to finish second. They beat Gaziantep 3-2 at home on Friday, although Asai Samuel was injured for that game. Next up for them, they play Besiktas away on Sunday. So that should be a nice tasty tie between two of the giants of the Turkish league. Chinozia Wazim was on new sub for Alanya Spur. They currently sit in fifth, fifth place in the league. Um, they beat Yeni Malatya Spur 2-1 at home on Sunday. Um, next up for them, they play Adana Demispor on Saturday. And hopefully we'll see Awaziam get back into the starting lineup or at least play significant minutes. And then Ahmed Musa's Fatikara Gumruk, they're now seventh in the league. They've won back-to-back -back games in the league. They beat Konya Spur 2-1 away on Saturday. Um, next up for them, they play Gostepe at home on Saturday. So I'm sure their aim will be to finish as high as possible in the division. Chidai GK in the Russian league, his CSK Moscow team remain third. 
They lost 2-0 to Akmad Grozny away on Sunday, so not a good performance. Um, but next up for them, they play FK Sochi at home on Saturday. And then just with the final ones to round up, in Czech Republic, Peter Lainka, Slavia Prague, drew 1-1 against Victoria Plzen, who are actually top of the league. Um, it was a bad draw for Slavia Prague because it means they remain second, two points off their opponents who were first in the league. Next up for them, they play Slovakko at home on Sunday. So hopefully they can see Victoria Plzen drop some points somewhere and officially win the Czech Republic title, which they won last season. And then finally, in Cyprus, we've seen Abdullah Shehu start continue to start games for Omonia Nicosia. He started on Tuesday, last week Tuesday, as they beat Anorthosis Famagusta 2-0 in the Cypriot Cup semi-final. And then Uzoho started for Omania for the first time in a long time as they beat Doxa 2-0 away on Sunday in the league. So next up for them, they play Anorthosis Famagusta this week in the second leg of the Cypriot Cup semi-final. So wish them all the best. In terms of Star Boys of the Week, there have been a few contenders. Osima was excellent for Napoli. Uh, but we have to give it to Moses Simon. He's hitting form at the right time. Scored a brace over the weekend. He's got six league goals for the season along with his eight assists. So 14 goal contributions in the league for the season. And he's banging in form ahead of the French Cup final, which will be taking place next week against Nice. So shout out to our star boy, Moses Simon. And hopefully he can rediscover his form for Nigeria by the time June comes. In terms of Nigerian news, Nigeria was fined. The NFF were fined by FIFA um, due to the... Um, we, well, you could call it stadium disruptions or violence that happened after the loss against Ghana at the MKO Abila Stadium in Abuja um, in March. Um, so they, we've been given a one-game stadium ban, which means the game against Sierra Leone in the AFCON qualifiers will be played without any fans. Um, and they also find them a significant sum of money. I think it's like 63 million Naira in Naira. So, yeah, that's what happens when you fail to control your crowds. You know, but yeah, we wish the team all the best. And then Super Falcons have been drawn in the African Women's Nations Cup against South Africa, Botswana and Burundi in Group C. Um, the tournament will be kicking off on the 2nd of July with Nigeria's first game being on the 4th of July against South Africa. So that should be an exciting one. We know Nigeria have won most of the um, tournaments and they need to bounce back and try to win the tournament yet again. The final four teams that all make the semi-final will also be qualifying for CAF to the Women's World Cup taking place next year. So it's very, very, very important that the Super Falcons play well in the tournament. The last time we played South Africa, they beat us in Nigeria. So there's a lot for the Super Falcons to play for. And we're hoping that they will do us proud in the tournament. Finally, the ones to watch for this week. Um, Kelechi Anachon, Ademelok Manor in action in the UF Conference League second leg at Stadio Olimpico. Um, against Roma. So that'll be an interesting one going up against Jose Mourinho's team. And then they play Everton at home on Sunday. What's a big, big game for Everton um, with Alex Wobie's team looking like they may be relegated. Cyril Dezas is also in action in the UEFA Conference League for final as they go away to Marseille on Thursday in the semi-final. So I wish them all the best. It'll be nice to see a final Leicester final where we could support both teams because they have Nigerian players. And then they play PSV at home on Sunday. David Okereke and Joel Obi will both be in action for Venezia and Salentana, respectively, on Thursday in what is a crunch-crunch relegation battle. Um, and then Victor Simas Napoli will be in action against Ola Ainos Torino on Saturday. So that'll be another tie, including our Nigerian boys. And then Moses Simon is in action in the Coupe de France final against Nice on Sunday. So we're hoping that he could win his first title for his club 
It'll be a big, big achievement for Nantes. They don't go into seasons expecting to win. And we know Nice are one of the better teams in France, even though they've dropped off in recent weeks. Um, so wish them all the best. And then finally, Zedou Sanusi's Porto have the chance to clinch the Portuguese title um, away to Benfica on Saturday. So that should be a big, big achievement for Porto. And we'll see them in the Champions League. So that's it for episode 57 of the podcast. Please remember to subscribe on YouTube, Nigeria Football Weekly, and share the podcast with anybody who you know loves Nigerian football. Continue to spread the word. We appreciate every single listener. Remember to follow us on our social media channels at NFWPOD on Twitter and Nigeria Football Weekly on Instagram and also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Nigeria Football Weekly. Thanks again for listening. And we'll, be, we'll make sure we bring you all the updates from all the games that happen for the rest of this week and the weekend. Peace out. Peace out.